Good afternoon. Erica, what's up? Come on in. How are you? I'm expecting you. I know. I actually had time <laughs> off, so I thought I would come in to see you. Hi. Hey, How are you? Good. Have a seat. I help you. Uh, I actually wanted to have a, I mean, ask you a question. Okay. But, um, yeah, no how is everything? Good. Good? Yes. That's good. God is good. Yes, he is. I'm blessed. I had an opportunity. I got the books last night. It's the same service. I learned about and, that. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't say with anything to people, but. <laughs> um, I, was, I don't know if you know Stacy. She used to be a dancer. Of course, yeah. She used to be a dancer. Yeah. And her mom sings. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. of course, Chris, Sharon I did his wedding. I'm Chris, yeah. Small world, I forgot. But um, we were uh, hanging out at her godmother's house, Regina's house. Okay. And they mentioned that you were, that's how I learned. I was like, oh, I didn't know he was giving the message at that last night. Did you guys do the Charles birthday party last night? Yeah, then I went over to Charles. Yeah, for that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to speak with you today. Um, it's been a lot of stuff on my mind, and I took a lot of time to pray about it mm-hmm. before I came to talk to you. Sure. Um, do you mind if we pray? Sure. Heavenly Father, uh, I just worship you for who you are. And I thank you that you're here right now, Father. And I just ask that you would um, take over this meeting, Father. I ask that your perfect will be done. And ask that you would uh, fill us both with the peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord God. That we would walk in your word, speaking the truth in love. Father God, and um, reaching mutual grounds, Lord. I pray that your perfect will be done today, Lord God, and that nothing would come out of my mouth that is displeasing to you or that you wouldn't have me to utter. Um, I desire to do your will, Father, and so I ask that even right now uh, you would fill me overflowing with your Holy Spirit and and that you would move in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, Gregory, I just want to preface this with um, I love you with the heart of Christ. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. And with that, in the heart of Christ, you know, God has called us to speak the truth in love, so I'm mm-hmm. never going to hesitate to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been a straight shooter, so I call mm-hmm. it what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless the Lord has told me to be quiet, then I won't say anything. So, and a lot of times he tells me to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I was going, uh, I wanted to speak to you about a service that occurred Maybe about two months ago, okay. the first Sunday when I was back on the praise team and I sang with you guys, and I okay. I believe that you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I if don't, you don't, yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, it was a Sunday. I don't have my because I like to be precise. Forgive mm-hmm. me. That's probably the attorney in me. Um, it was a uh, September. Hold on, I don't know what's wrong with my phone now. September tenth. Okay. That morning. That's the last time I sang a solo, actually. Okay. And um, we were singing Israel's song, Israel Houghton's song. Um, It was new to me, but that was when you canceled rehearsal that Tuesday prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went to, and we sang that It wasn't Israel Houghton. I think that song was Can't Stop Singing by the Covenant Church. No, it was Israel Mm -hmm. Houghton. It was an Israel Houghton song. Um, Well, he was singing on the track that you provided us to to listen to. He was. He does sing on that, but it's Covenant Church. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was September 10th. Yes. And during that service, mm-hmm. um, well, not every service, during the 11 o'clock service in mm-hmm. particular, okay. um, what I perceive to have happened uh-huh. is that there was some malfunctioning with the technology, and it happened right before I was about to sing my solo. 
and what what stood out to me I just want to be huh? clear it, it's like vividly in HD I saw everything in mm -hmm. real time okay but I want to come and talk to you please um, yeah yeah so first off do you recall what service I'm talking about I well I recall that week because mm -hmm. I know that I that there have been some times where we haven't had rehearsals mm -hmm. so I definitely since I've been on the parade scene it's only been one it's so. it's happened more because right. it's not always when you're here or not right I'm saying there's been times when we haven't had rehearsal. Anyway, I remember that because it's not often. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I try to be, try to have it every right. week. But, um, so I remember the end of end because it was your first time with me because you right. had been with Attila. Well, I filled in for Rachel. She asked exactly. me before I came back. Right. But anyway, I just remember that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I remember um, asking you to sing that, you know, song. Right. And I know it was like new to you. And I knew. Actually, like, the solo wasn't a big deal at all. No, I know, but I'm saying that's why I remember it. You're yeah. asking the question, yes. do I remember? But that's all I remember. I don't remember anything negative. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything. So that's why I need to hear what you're saying, because I really mm -hmm. don't. Like, I recall the service, but mm -hmm. I don't recall Any anything details. negative okay. or bad or sure. in any way that I, yeah, so. Um, and I'm not forming any judgments either. I'm not calling well, whatever it is. That's anything. why, yeah. Right. I just wanna, but I do want to uncover. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay, so let me go ahead and recite. Yeah. What happened? Um, right before, so what would you what would you call this? Where it's the eleven o'clock service, mm -hmm. and um, so we go through the first song, mm -hmm. and then you do your customary introduction. Mm -hmm. Good morning, welcome everybody. Turn yeah. on, give yeah. some love to the people around you. Yeah. And um, every other service before that, we actually did. I hugged you. I turned to my right, which is what I did. Uh -huh. But that service in particular, you looked at me, but then you continued back to the soundboard. And you made some sort of adjustment. And after you made that adjustment, okay. the music started and I went into my, I went into the beginning of the song because I had the first solo, mm -hmm. the first verse mm -hmm. of that song. Um, and right when you did whatever that you did, mm -hmm. all you could hear in the ears was shh right before I started singing. So automatically you shouldn't understand what I'm getting at. Um, I'm relating. Yeah, I mean, I think I hear where you're going with it, but right. I have. I where mean, do you I think? First it. of all, let me ask him. Where do you think I'm going with that? Well, where I think you're going with that is that there was some some adjustment made that changed things for some reason, and um, I like I said, uh, I don't recall anything negative. I don't even remember. There might have been a problem before that, and because it's very rare for me to go to the soundboard. To like make any adjustments. I found it rare too. And for what I I can't recall whatever the issue was that so day. So how about this? Hypothetically yeah. speaking, yeah. why would one go to the soundboard because right before sort of another person is going to start their solo in the middle of the last service? Why would somebody do that? Well, I feel like your tone is a little accusatory right now. And it's no. actually it's not. I'm asking a question. If you're saying you don't recall no, specifically, so I'm asking hypothetically speaking, you've been here, you no, do this for years. Why would but, someone do that? Exactly, but you even asking that question, it's it, it's a put somebody on the defensive without even. So first of all, there is no reason why there would ever be any reason why I would change something that would either sabotage somebody, right? Or you know that I would have any problem. You know that's what I feel like you're getting at, and the only reason I would have done that at that time is if like the greeting time. That's the only time I could. If I need an adjustment in my own ear. Right. But you adjusted so, no, everybody I didn't. else's ear. No, I didn't. Well, I'm telling you what happened. I know, but that doesn't mean that it was for me. That's what I'm saying. You said it wasn't for you? No, I'm saying if something changed in other people's ears. Right. It wasn't. I don't ever go and say change something in other people's ears unless somebody asks me to. Like if right. somebody asked me to say, 
you know, the drummer or the singer say, we need more of this or mm -hmm. we need less of that, I will communicate on your behalf. Right. But if and I nobody problems, communicated that at that time, saying, especially no, not exactly, in the middle of that service. if I service. have problems in my own ear, right. or if there are some problems that I notice in general, like static, like you said, or maybe I heard static before or something like that, and I was telling them there's something wrong. And the only time I can do that is during that greeting time is when I could go back and have those kind of Adjust you know, adjustments or say something to right. them because otherwise then it's the service is gone and I right. can't. Got it. So, but I don't recall any kind of, and I would never even do this, but mm -hmm. I'm saying I don't, I think if how you felt or how you perceived it in terms of you were just about to sing a solo and something changed. I'm not the that, only person that recalls that change. No, I'm not saying that, that happened no, directly after you I went don't to the soundboard. I don't recall that because I've, this, you have to understand, I do this hundreds of times. I know you do. So it's in terms of remembering specific, but I would, as a principal, I would never, ever, 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 ever do something to either sabotage or change something that would affect you as when you're about to sing a song. Right. That is just, and so for you to even... Question like, it? Yeah, question or be suspicious of that, I'm fine with having a discussion. Right. Or, you know, I'm just saying that that makes me feel bad because it's like, it's in a sense, it's like you don't know me or you don't know my character because I wouldn't do that. So, that being said, the fact that it happened, the fact that something happened that affected you, I would be very sorry about that. But it was not because I told anybody to do anything that... I'm not you know, springing anyone else into it. I'm talking direct contact with no, you and the soundboard and yeah. then an immediate result, which was static in my ear and in the ears of everyone else on the stage. Right, so, can, I, can yeah. I finish, please? Yeah. And yeah. so, with what I'm saying, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Don't take this as accusatory. Oh, okay, but that's... I've been, but it's being just a lawyer in you please, because no, I feel no, no, cross-examined no. right now. Oh, no, you're not being cross-examined. And if you didn't do anything, you have nothing to feel defensive about, nothing to defend, correct? Of course, so what yeah, always so. all only thing that I'm doing right now <laughs> You're being a lawyer is I do <laughs> I don't do, realize it, but you are. <laughs> well, forgive me. I'm, yeah. I started this. I'm coming in the right spirit. I prayed about this for a long I didn't say time before spirit. I say anything. I didn't say that. I, all I'm saying is how you're asking the questions in terms of I'm your, being direct. Yes, but mm -hmm. asking, you know, you recall that day or whatever, mm -hmm. but then saying, well, why would somebody do that? Why Hypothetically you, speaking, because you say you don't it's, remember. It's so a, why would someone question, do that? Yes. But in the context of how you come. It puts a person on the defensive in a sense, and it's not because there's something wrong or I've done something wrong, but it puts you on the because it's like, okay, well, where's she going with this? Because right. I'm not like I said, I wouldn't do that. First of all, that's just not. I mean, we have worship every week. I love everybody on our team. I'm so glad that you're back. I'm so glad that you're singing. I'm, you know, that week I felt bad in a sense because we didn't have rehearsal, and I could see that you were uncomfortable in a sense of being put in that position of like. Okay, I'm I'm just starting. I, you have this new song, and you're just throwing me in there. But I was like, but you're a trooper. I know you can step up and do it. So I was very happy about that, you know. And in terms of whatever happened at that moment, there could have been a legitimate problem with the sound. I don't know what, what it was, was and that? I was addressing it. I don't remember. So you can't. There is a week where we had some sort of a staticky issue, and mm -hmm. a lot of times they don't give me an immediate answer of like, oh, this is what it is. They're trying to discover what it is, or they're trying to figure it out. At that time, if I would have gone back there, I would have been like, what is going on? Because all I'm hearing is static in my ears, or can you guys fix this? I don't know what's going on. That's probably all that I even had time to say. Understood. And the fact that it affected everybody else or, you know, people, there was no intentional strategic And I'm reason. not implying yeah. that. I'm okay. just asking Okay, but that's you, how it came off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
actually, I, I can't help the way it come up. I'm yeah. going to ask a direct question. Sure. And, and so basically what I think you're anticipating are the implications of the answers of those questions. So, and you're right. That's why I took time to pray about it because the implications are disturbing. So what I want to say right <laughs> now is that, again, yeah. I love you with the heart of Christ. Okay? But praise God, to be a Christian and to know his word and to walk according to the spirit, we don't have to check our brain at the door. I'm not going to assume that you did anything. I'm going to give you an opportunity. Let's have this honest discussion. Yeah, so with what re fine. with regard to what you we just are. said, you say you don't remember, you don't recall, that's fine. So that's why I say, hypothetically speaking, during the last service, when prior to that moment that you went to the soundboard, there mm -hmm. were no audible issues, mm -hmm. why would someone go to the soundboard and make an adjustment that affects everybody else's ears? If you're saying hypothetically, but maybe you have to But that's what happened, Gregory. Okay, but that's fine. But I, you, that would be a better question. I mean, I'm fine being part of the discussion, but that would be a better question for our tech team than me because I did not. The tech team didn't make any of those adjustments, though, so that's what I'm saying. You were the one that went back. You did not give me a hug and greet me in love like we usually do during that service. But you I'm, went to the soundboard and you made Erica, that change. Erica, Gregory. Erica, I'm so sorry you're viewing this this way because I didn't. No, listen, I, there's nothing I can do if somebody made up their mind, okay? But all I'm saying is I wish we could have addressed it at that moment. Because I would have been in a much better position to, you know, to be able to communicate to you in mm -hmm. a way where, you know, time hasn't gone by in terms of assumptions maybe that have been made. But well, that, let's be, that's not really fair because I'm not assuming anything. I came here with a spirit of inquiry to ask you. What right, do you I'm telling you, but it doesn't feel like you're accepting it. That's what I'm saying. Well, you're, you, what, you're, what you want me to accept is the fact that... Um, that you had, you're just guessing, I guess you're saying, because it's been a, 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 an amount of time. So actually, I accept the fact that you say you can't recall the exact sequence of uh, events at that time. But I'm telling you how it was. It's very simple, yeah, actually. Yeah, I'm accepting that. I'm accepting what you're saying in terms of the sequence. I'm not disputing that. I'm not saying that. Can I also say that there's been no other static issues since then? And that the fact that it happened, the timing was peculiar. There were no other audible issues before that. Why would you go make that adjustment? I could understand your Even the appearance of it actually is but inappropriate in my opinion. Well, what's inappropriate about the worship leader asking for an adjustment if it's needed? You I don't didn't, know. You, you didn't ask me that. You just went back there on, your, on your own. Well, was there somebody back no, there? No, you went back there well, and you adjusted that was the, it Maybe yourself. that was the reason. Maybe because nobody, and maybe I did something wrong in the sense I pressed the wrong button. I'm just saying the implication... I'm just, I'm being completely honest with you. I would mm -hmm. never, ever, ever, ever do something out of spite or sabotage or whatever. And if I didn't turn around and hug you, seeing that as a bad thing, I understand your perspective. But if I'm thinking in my mind, I only have a few seconds because right. we're just, that's the only reason I would have done that. I'm okay? not new to this. I understand how the program no. goes. Okay, so I what I'm saying is, and then if I, on top of that, if nobody's there, to do the adjustment or whatever it right, is you I, go back I need do to yourself. do in my ear and I might do it myself and I might have done something that affected everybody and I didn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. And if nobody told me at that point, then I wouldn't have known. And it could be as simple as that. Right. And all I'm saying is, is there you were can no either accept that or not. You could either accept that or not. Was but I'm just a, telling you that. I understand. But I in hear terms you. of like me thinking about that day or thinking that I did something, you know, I'm just letting you know. I would never, that's what I wouldn't even enter my mind. Mm -hmm to do some anything to either hurt the worship service itself for the glory of God or any individual. Like to place I don't a have, stumbling block before yeah, I don't like have that. any 
right. beefs with anybody ever. I've had people that have beefs with me. Right. A hundred percent over the years for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. But praise God, like, I don't want that to, to um, infect my heart. You right. Know, in terms of my service to God or mm-hmm. like, I just don't, that's not even the spirit I want in our team at all. And that's the reason even when people have had beefs with me or there's been issues or whatever, it's like, I don't want that spirit in our midst and in our team. I know? agree. So, and I don't what feel like from you. I just say it's not, that, in my yeah. opinion, it's not personal. It's spiritual. Yeah. I yes. understand what the source is. Yeah. So when I'm coming to you, this is a spirit of reconciliation and understanding. So yes. I hope that we're clear on that. I don't have to accuse you of anything. The Lord God is on the throne. He sees everything, including exactly. the attitudes of exactly. our hearts. So I don't exactly. have to accuse you for anything. But no, I will don't. come but and ask a question. It seems no, very and black and white to me. Fair. And you can clarify that's it. Fair. I but hear you. It ha- but if it happened in September, mm-hmm. I'm just saying in terms of the spirit of fairness, in a sense, I would have. I would have loved the opportunity to just address it then. About so that. It's not, yeah. After the spirit, I mean, after yeah. after the um, the because service, I could actually. I told you whatever it was. Right. After the point, service, like, yeah. there really wasn't an opportunity. I, 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 I just want to let you yeah. know, yeah. I observe everything. Okay. So after the service, <laughs> okay. you went mean, down though? because like, you, yeah. I just want just want to let you know about that. You want to say there was no opportunity? I mean, that day, Basically, what I noticed is that after the service, you go down, because it was 11 o'clock, you go mm-hmm. down the front, mm-hmm. so didn't get to talk to you after the after the service, and then, um, and then after, yeah. no, actually, that's, we didn't pray that Sunday. You went straight down to the side, and you were standing by Ruth Hooper, your wife, okay. and we did not pray, and I noticed that, too. Okay. I noticed that as well. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I don't need to sit and accuse you of anything. Yeah. I don't need to assume anything, right. but I will bring it to you, you have the title of pastor Mm -hmm. and worship leader. Mm -hmm. So that's not just um, an accolade, right? That's an obligation and a responsibility, right? A lot of implications behind that. So that's why I'm coming today because, right, if you think about it, and you could get, you know, in your flesh, you get all, you know, upset or whatever, but it's not about me, you know, in the same way I know that it's not about you, right? It is about the worship of the Lord, and that's always been my heart. And so my thing is I'm not going to be deterred from that. No demon in hell is going to deter me from that. So I know, right, okay. And I want to be on the same page. (laughs) I want us to be on the same page. I want us to be on the same page. Yeah. And... Whoa. That what you're saying, I hear you. Yeah. And and it was important for me to give you this opportunity to explain it, whether mm-hmm. you re- specifically remember it or not. But I just want to let Whoa. you know that it was a direct Whoa. result of what you did, did what again, the manipulations you made you, to I the remember, board. I remember that day. You know what I'm saying? I remember from time to time. I mean, sometimes weeks become a blur because it had, like I said, it's a lot. But I remember that weekend. I remember the song you were singing. I, I don't remember all the songs you were singing that weekend unless I look back at our list. But I remember, too, we've had, we had a couple of unique problems. And if anything, I could have been frustrated that week because if, if I had to go do it myself, that meant nobody was there, which normally somebody was supposed to be there. And maybe we were short on personnel or maybe the person that was supposed to be there didn't show up. That could have been an issue. Um, and I could have been expressing that frustration and it had nothing to do with you or any individual in terms of anything else like that or just, you know, hurt your solo or anything like that. I mean, and that could have been expressed. And in a sense, like you said, whether, whatever it is, the responsibility of being a pastor right. and sometimes rising above those things. But, you know, we all are susceptible to things and we make choices 
This is true. But that had nothing to do with anything else. You know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that we didn't pray at the end, like, I don't, that very rarely happens as well. I've actually so, observed yeah. that a couple times since I've been back. There has been a couple the of times. The neglect of yeah. prayer. And yeah. so I was just going to hop Speak in there. I don't know. Yeah, Charles talked to me about it. Yeah. I went through a couple of times where I was discouraged. Sometimes I'm discouraged by the spirit of the team in general. I don't I know what like, you mean by that. Well, sometimes I felt like people, they come and they do it. But it feels like I have to. It feels like I have to pull everybody to say, "Hey, let's pray, guys," or "Let's, you know," especially some of the production team too. It's like, "Come on over. We want you to pray," and that's not an excuse. But I'm saying after over time, when there's a compounded amount of whatever, like that week, maybe if there was somebody not, you know, that was supposed to be back there but they weren't, and different things, and we're having problems or whatever, and then I was trying to adjust it. Um, if those things happen, then it frustrates me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then it's just like. I feel overwhelmed. And if somebody said, hey, come on, guys, let's pray, I would do it. Like, I wouldn't be like, no, but I sometimes feel like I don't want to be the one to kind of pull everybody. Because Can I know, encourage you in something? Good. Yeah. I would just and say, I mean, and you've yeah. been doing this for years, yeah. um, so you can take her. But uh, yeah. in my opinion, um, in Christ, we're all the same. So yeah. I'm not saying I don't respect your position, yeah. but in yeah. Christ, you know, we're, we're one. So yeah. I would encourage you to step out of yourself. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Operating in his strength and in what he's enabled you to do. Yeah, because absolutely. you do have an obligation as a pastor. You take on that title. Yeah. And that in that that presupposes a duty to his sheep, right? No, 100%. So in my observation with regard you might not want to hear yeah. this, but in my observation with regard to the praise team, it's very fragmented now. Yeah. And it's not in uh it's not in a structure that's conducive to them growing spiritually. Right, for right. them to be armed to really grow in their worship right, and their devotion. Right. A mm-hmm. lot of them probably just come to rehearsal because Gregory scheduled them to come. And that's mm-hmm. not what the point is. No, of course not. Of course not. The point is because they've been called, right? We're supposed to be serving 100%. the Lord Jesus. But, and I think what helps is when you start off with prayer. No, 100%. And we, we finish yeah. with prayer. Because it's not just about saying, it's not a ritual. It's well, about it's positioning everyone's heart, it's a right? Time. I've been, one of the things that I want to make sure people are, is that they are connected to the church and the spiritual growth process as opposed to this being our thing. Right. And so, you know, some of the things we've done differently over the years than a long time ago was, is, you know, we've tried to have, we've tried to encourage, because we've gone through a couple of series where we've had small groups, you know, where the band was having a small group or the choir was broken into groups or the praise team. And, you know, through those things, they haven't all kept up. But the idea is that, you know, I want people to be involved in the spiritual growth process and not feel like we're just trying to do our own thing. And maybe some of that... I think you're concerned with... I no, think, no, I get you. Me coming I know, in? I'm, I'm just saying this to say how we got here. I'm not saying that I think we should continue that. But I'm always trying to figure out... And then every week, it's like, there, there was a time when you were on it, when we first, first started, and you had just started... At that time, I wanted everybody to be here every week, pretty much, because I felt like we all needed to help each other, because people that were new on the team or people that have been here for a long time, and I wanted to have that time every week to say, "Let's look. This is our devotion time together," and we went through books together, we prayed together, and I felt like so it was a good time. Well, that's what I'm saying. What happened over time is like, out of a function of wanting, first of all, people to be involved with the spiritual growth process of the church, also 
probably more than that is scheduling. You know, it's like people really didn't, I always got that feeling like people really want to have to be here every week. And maybe they didn't have to be, you know, and it's for the, for the, the functional part of it, you know, like for the, they don't have to be here if they're not seeing that weekend, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I'm okay with that. But what that means is we're not all together. There's hardly ever a time where we're all together as a praise team. Does that mean we can't pray? Does that mean we can't? No, of course not. But a lot of times it's just like, I feel like it's going through the mud. Like we're just trying to get through this because people don't really want to be here and people, and, and it weighs on you heavily. You know what I mean? Can I tell you so, what I perceive? I don't yeah. perceive that too. I, yeah. I think we had, and God is, is amazing because what I see are um, spiritual babies, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah I get you. Um, and like I said, the way that it's designed, you're the pastor, you're mm-hmm. the leader, but mm-hmm. I see it's very fragmented. It mm-hmm. is not conducive to them growing. Is mm-hmm. that deliberate? Is that just coincidence? Circumstantial? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not but deliberate, of course not. I know that yeah. each and every one should that. feel authorized to initiate prayer. Yeah, when exactly. I step yeah. in yeah. and I'm like, have you guys prayed? Yeah. It's not just because of some ritual. It's because no. it's it's no, there's it's on multi fronts. Yeah. And what I see also, it is spiritual training for these people that come yeah. into the choir yeah, that don't know the Lord yet, yeah. you know. And so I feel and like you're setting a tone, Gregory. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. tell you none of this. I feel like you know all of this already. <laughs> I do. Okay. Um, I do. So that's why I mean, I don't know what you're going. I don't know what's going on, but I want you to know that I'm praying for you. Well, I always have yeah. been. Well, I appreciate and, and, that. I appreciate and, the encouragement because sometimes the biggest tool weapon that the enemy uses against people, all of us, and I think also especially people in ministry, is discouragement. And I have gone through my share of that, and it's not easy. And but in that process, as I told you, I don't want to ever get infected with bitterness or anything like that. But it's just. Sometimes what you might, you know, which is not healthy, it's not good. You know, if I have an apathetic attitude or right. if I feel like, okay, like, I love God. I love to worship God. I love to be here. But sometimes you feel weighed down or you feel discouraged. And maybe some you're feeling some of that or you're seeing some of that or the results of that, which is not good. I'm not making an excuse for it. I would say it starts from leadership down. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going yeah. to. I'm not sitting up, Judge. I don't walk in your shoes. All I know is what the Holy Spirit reveals to me. Yeah. I'm in His Word, and I want to do mm-hmm. what He's calling mm-hmm. me to do. Yeah. So, um, I'm not going. The fact that I say I love you with the heart of Christ, yeah. I mean that. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to hesitate to speak the truth in love to you. Yeah. I will never I hesitate it. to call evil by its name either. Yeah. I won't do that. I appreciate it. Um, so what I'm saying is, I would encourage you to really lean in. As in the ministry of the choir, mm-hmm. they're starving. Yeah. They need to be given the word. Mm-hmm. They need to be starting in prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, but you don't always even come in. in the pray- or, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm not there. We always start in prayer. But just the I've short time that the I've last... been there. When we sing on Sundays for her, for her soul, there's times you don't pray before we start. Or like oh, I said, that well, one particular Sunday, we didn't we pray do. when we ended. That stuff is disconcerting no, to I me. Get it. But we sometimes what has happened, just from a functional standpoint, mm-hmm. just to help you understand, there is no, I have not changed my commitment to prayer or to God's word or to, that has not changed. Okay, but sometimes what will happen is I'll pray with the band, like when I get there, because we're there before uh-huh. a lot of times the singers, and we will pray. And then the singers come, and we're going, and we're going, and we're going, and we don't, unless somebody reminds me or unless somebody, oh, yes, we I just feel like you have again. the, pe- it's and not just the title, here. it's the responsibility. And there have been times. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I get you. So but you don't I, have to explain it to me. You're no, but, serving the Lord. I, this is just my well, observation. We're, a, we're communicating right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you're explaining to me, and you don't need to. Oh, you don't. It's something that I notice, and I pray about it. Well, this is the thing. 
people communicate. Mm -hmm. And I think we we should be praying into the seeking God. But there's nothing. You've come here. You've taken time out of your busy day and your schedule to come and visit with me to share your heart of what God's speaking to you. And so when you, if you say something to me, you say, this is how I observe it. I just feel that I want to communicate to you so you know where I'm coming from. And it's not about a need to explain myself, defend myself, whatever. It's just I'm trying to have that rapport with you so that you can be in a place to understand me. Because nobody understands me more than God. Nobody understands right. me more than God. But God has given us the ability. That's why we're better together. Like we're going through this series right. about being better together. And so I want to remove any barriers. I want to remove any assumptions. I want to remove. I want you to understand who I am, and I want to understand who you are. Gregory. So that's all. I yeah. have known you for years. So, yes. So um, I'm not going to say I don't know your heart. No, Only I, the yeah, Lord Jesus knows exactly. your heart, but I'm not exactly. new to you or your wife. No, and I don't see that you are new, but I'm just saying as we go through things, just with any relationship with anybody, you that's what happens. We talk, we, mm -hmm. we share, because sometimes people, you could even assume something. I could assume something about you because I could be like, well, Eric is this way or Eric is that way. And I'm not really concerned about that. Well, it's not about being concerned. I'm not, I don't do that, but I'm mm -hmm. saying I could. Mm -hmm. And, but until I talk to you, until I know you, until I've been with you, then it's like, oh. That explains why I understand. And so I guess I'm just trying to say, I have not given up any commitment to prayer or anything like that. I have not. Yeah, do we always hit the mark? Do we always do things right? No. And I and I think being called out on it and being, like you say, shooting straight and helping me see things, you can't change what you don't know. You know, I can't lead what I don't know. I can't. I think you do know. So. so perhaps I'm just trying to encourage you in the Lord that we're not singing. I know you know this, and I'm not trying to be facetious, but we're not singing in a, a smoky nightclub. You know, <laughs> we're not. We're not doing this no. in our own strength. No. So I mean, there's a purpose, no, yeah. a spiritual well, purpose, but, and that purpose has never changed. Right. So that our obligations and our duties. Right. That has never changed. Me as a worship leader, you as a pastor, you take but on that, that title. That has never changed. But all I'm saying is. There Our conduct been, needs to work up to that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe we have prayed, but you weren't there. And that's not bad right. or fault, but that doesn't mean we didn't pray. Right. And so, I'm just talking about yeah. the few times where I was there and yeah. I noticed there it. That's all times, I'm saying. There have been very few and recently. Right. A couple of times I know at the end where I didn't pray because either I went down to talk to Jay, Pastor Jay, or I. Well, that I particular that, Sunday that you went down to I was like was... frustrated. Maybe have been mm -hmm. frustrated with the production team or how things went because of the issues that happened. Right. And and with the choir not, in particular, that's not we should be right. closing off in prayer. This is just Well, but the choir leaves yeah. in the middle of service. No, no, so. no, no. I mean on practice Tuesday nights. Oh. I, yeah. I don't just mean we're a not just we don't. coming. You're right. We don't. Well, not... we pray in the beginning. And a lot of and lately I have been actually sharing from the word of God. I've been memorizing some script, scripture and I was sharing that with them. I've been, um, I try to share, you know, and I try to bring encouragement from the word of God. Yeah, that's your because responsibility. Because I was like, you know, well, amen. But I think um, that could happen in a lot of different ways, you know. But I I want to do that. And um, But the fact that we don't go through, I've never really thought about Because a lot of times we'll go into breaking the groups, you know. There have been times we've done that. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, that's not like a It's about conditioning, reason. in my I opinion, how I see it. Yeah. Just as being a worship leader, mm -hmm. being a good steward of mm -hmm. the flock. I mean, yeah. they're not your children, they're his children. And Amen. so you're placed in stewardship, you're going to answer for that. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is, 
uh, it's a matter of positioning their hearts. We come together because of him. Yeah. We're going to break out, go back to your lives. Thank you for taking carving this yeah. time out for Christ. Yeah. And you go all your separate way. And I do right. believe you should close that off in prayer. Yeah. Okay. It helps them to focus their minds on yeah. what this is about. Because yeah. it's not about meeting because you asked us to be there. They might no. think that. But that's what the oh, part of it. I yeah. mean, they might think. I that. hope not. I mean, that's because, that's like I say, why... when we come, or like a lot of people don't. You're not the only person that might come after we pray. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's not about you. But I'm just saying, um, knowing that as a leader, if we close in prayer, even people that weren't there or whatever didn't hear. And if I reiterated that, but sometimes it's just a matter of time. I just mm -hmm. we're trying to crunch so much in because we used to rehearse every week. Now we rehearse two times. Mm -hmm. So everything is more condensed. Everything is more, um, I have to be more efficient. You know, I, or I think about that. Like, I, we got to learn all these songs. And sometimes I'm feeling bad because there have been times where we've had, um, we're supposed to do our small groups and how we'll have to cut it off because we have to get through the songs because we and have I to sing that I think there's anything you need to feel bad about. And what, what I mean by that is, that's the reason why sometimes I may either forget or not think about, oh, we got to pray when we leave because I'm already crunching the time and I want to make sure that I'm respectful of people's time. So it's like, okay, if we're supposed to be done at 8, I don't want to be done later. And I don't want to be that, okay, well, I still need 5 or 10 minutes more of your time because we need to pray or we need to do whatever. I could say that, but a lot of times in those moments, I'm just like, I'm, I'm trying to be respectful mm -hmm. of. So... But I think this has given me a lot of food for thought to think about how I approach and, like you say, my responsibilities. I haven't lost sight of that in terms of my, but I have a lot of responsibilities in terms of my family, in terms of the ministry, not just worship arts, but in general, like just being there for Pastor Jay in this time, even his his, um, his um, uh, transition time of what he's trying to do. Uh, and my influence and leadership in the church in general and like inputting into a lot of different things that are going on. And so even my responsibility like to worship has yeah. been, it's like, it's changed. Like I want to, I want to be able to raise up more leaders and other people because I can't do it all. And I know that, I never could, but it's, things have to adjust and change a little bit and I have to, I'm figuring all that out, you know, as we go. But um, I've tried to, you know, there's a lot of things that are a little different. Like I said, rotating, you know, you don't have to be here on the weeks that you don't sing. That was not, that was different a long time ago. Stuff like that. It's like trying to figure out having Attila, you know, leave and have people leave more, but still keeping things Attila is amazing. Yeah. He facilitates a yeah. very welcoming and nurturing atmosphere for worship. Yeah. He really yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, but are you saying that to say that I don't? Well, I find like a, that's how you said it. What I'm saying is that's what he does. I've worked with him twice, and that's yeah. how until that's what I get from him, and that's it's an encouraging spirit that he has. Yeah, that's what see, I'm saying. But I've heard other things as well. You know what I mean? That and the issues that I have to deal with. You know, in terms of what you just said to me, I agree because I wouldn't have him partner with me if I didn't feel that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I I want that, but then there's also other things you know and logistical things and you know issues and things that i have to always manage through and lead and continue to help move things forward for the church in general and um so i you know there's just a lot of considerations that i have as a leader right and the least of which like my primary goal is 
to worship God in the spirit and to lead others in the spirit every time. I, I pray. So. And that's what I want to do. The fact that you may not be feeling that or you feel these issues, I think there might be a lot of reasons for that as opposed to, you know. What would be the, a lot of those reasons? Well, like I said, I have a lot. There's a lot of things that I have to think about in terms of how things have to go. And there's a lot right. of things on my, in terms of how we plan, just like that week. That we that started this whole conversation. Uh-huh. Like I said there there might have been a lot of things going on, and it ended up being not a good situation. You know, in terms of so, how, what you got to deal with. But with regard to that, know. let me just please let me uh, just intercede with that. I have to accept what you you know and what you explain as what must have been a logical you know happening in that moment. Um, but what I'm saying is, what would you advise? someone who is encountering a situation like that um for example i won't say that what would you do if if no what would you advise someone else in a situation like that where it's it's pretty black and white what you're saying i'm not a fool by any means um but you're saying well it must have been this and it must have been that but i remember i saw you with my own eyes and i Heard it with my own ears, and I and I'm not the only one that heard it, um, and I'm so that's why that. it's yeah, very peculiar. That. And so with that, think about not just the fact that that happened in the natural, yeah, where you're talking no, about you. the implications of that yeah, would be you. disturbing, yeah. and then what it, what would be like collateral damage is what as far as psychologically, when someone who calls himself a pastor or worship leader basically comes at you like that, what do you think? How do you consider that? How would you approach that? Yeah, well, I'm I'm getting you. The first thing is, at least from my standpoint, I would never want to assume anything. I don't know? think anything that I'm saying or I'm asking about is an assumption. Well, you ask me a question, I'm answering. But you you always default to an assumption. How is it an assumption? Well, because in this situation, if I am, you know, a person that's been on the worship team and I have been for a while and I come and this is what I get, in mm-hmm. a sense, and I'm making these observations, and... It's looking peculiar, and it's looking like something that is causing me to think what is going on. I would want to find out what the issues are. And I'd want to, just like you're doing now, sitting down with me. Maybe I wouldn't want as much time to go by. Like you said, maybe that day it didn't even seem conducive. Like I wasn't even making myself available for you to be approachable. So I get that. But I think especially knowing you and you know as you say you know me for years and you know that i would not want to i wouldn't want to allow anything to hinder i'd want to do whatever i could to to try to encourage and find out what's going on if if i find out and i or i talk to that person and either they're never willing to, to deal with the issue or talk with me and, you know, um, or if I feel like, you know, then at that point, then I would be like, there's there's something majorly wrong here, you know. But I think we're all works in progress, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're all works I want to grow, but Pastor I feel Gregory, like... Yeah. But, and I have to forgive regardless, so yeah, I understand I that. So. But that's no, 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 it's not about that. Let me, let me say this. Like I said, right? Okay. So I just think that it's pretty black and white, and and we can we can't go back 
But the Holy Spirit, you know what? He's so amazing because he can open your eyes and you can see straight through, straight through. Yeah. And I praise God because man can augment his outward behavior. He can deceive man, but the Lord God himself is not capable of being deceived. He's not. And he that. can open the eyes of whomever he wants to. He really can. Yeah. And I think that a lot of times we're concerned about some particular man knowing about our deeds. Rather than forgetting about the fact that the Lord Jesus, he's the one that sees everything. Well, he does. He sees everything. Yes, and he does. Yeah. Do you know that he's the one that's going to bring what's done in the dark? to He's going to do it himself? He is, yeah. He's going to do it himself. Yeah, I believe that. But I also have seen, and this is why... This like sermon series that we're going through. It's so amazing. Important. Pastor because, Jay is preaching. Yes. Because the reality is, I think if you go to most churches, most people will say we're open to everybody and we want everybody to be mm -hmm. here. Well, as long as you do it our way, or you know, or they just don't realize we don't realize what we can't see. But but those same people would say they have the same Holy Spirit. And what I'm saying is we have to be really careful because sometimes I'm not saying that. You absolutely are assuming or aren't or aren't assuming. All I'm saying is there is nothing that can replace us having a connection and a, uh, a conversation and you understanding it. Because I can go around and I can I can say, well, God showed me this about this person. Because I feel like I have a gift of discernment. Sometimes I can discern things just as much as I believe you do. But I think that sometimes my own discernment could be wrong. And you, that's just a place of humility. And I'm, and we all need that. So all I'm saying is, I ask you to give me the benefit of the doubt instead of just assuming that I would either do something that was foul, malicious, whatever. Whatever. But also realizing that sometimes people can be going through something that you don't even know what they're going through. And maybe that manifests itself in a bad way, like not praying at the end or whatever, or being frustrated with whatever. But that doesn't mean that somehow that person has abandoned following God or that person has abandoned. I'm not here you know to render any judgments. That's the Lord God's but, place. But yes. what I will say, yeah. I I'm just talking about your tone. It's elevate not, it's not my you. perspective. I yeah. understand yeah. we all have earthly yeah. perspective. Well, this is yeah. what happened. I was late because I ran into traffic. We all have that. In, in yeah. my opinion, everything has a spiritual source. And I'm not yeah. mistaken about that. Yeah. And so the reason why you might not have the benefit of time on your behalf, mm -hmm. I needed to take time to pray about it. I have been praying about it diligently. I'm not complaining and about that, and I'm not like you know feeling so, like you did something wrong. I, I just I'm said not, that. I know I yeah. Didn't. All I said was, you know, what I was trying to say before is just that, man. Like you know, in a sense, like if if you were feeling that way, or if you were feeling like something wasn't right, like I I just I would love to work those things out because. I don't in my deep down. And so I'm grateful for this opportunity even now. I'm just saying it seems like you've thought about it a lot. You know what I mean? And in a sense that, and and you, you look back at a circumstance and you see it from a certain perspective. Like you said, I see it black and white. I feel like the God has shown me, you know, the spirit shows me things. But the only thing that was missing is talking to me. And so that's an important piece. That's all I'm saying in the whole thing. It just is doesn't mean that God doesn't talk to you, and it doesn't mean that, that I didn't do what I did. You know what I mean? In the sense of going to the soundboard or whatever, those things that are not having prayer. But talking to me does help. And I'm not saying that I have been the most approachable person or, you know, in, in, your, in how you perceive things through all this time. Like you say, you watch things, you're watching me, and how I'm doing certain things. And it may have, I may have put myself in a position that 
It's like, what is going on, you know? So I just, I want to make sure we come out of this and we clear the air in a sense. Like, I don't want you, and it may take time because I have to show actions, you know what I mean? In the sense that I know, like you say, you're looking and you feel like, what is going on? And there may be a lot of things going on with me, you know, but it's not, it's not a fundamental change in like, I'm not committed to. I just don't know, feel like I didn't cook something. Yeah. You don't have the answer to me. Yeah. I'm forgiven just like every other sinner. What I came <laughs> here to discuss with you about is very serious because the worship of the Lord is very serious to me. I don't, it's not a game. Do you think it's a game to me? I'm not saying anything about you, okay. but I know God isn't playing about it either. He's very serious about it. I believe that. So I just want to come here. I've heard your position. My opinions don't matter. I'm going to reserve those to myself. Um, well, your opinions but do matter. I think your They don't matter. Do I, don't, matter. I, don't, I don't need to articulate what I think is not going to be helpful to this conversation. I don't. I said what needed to be you. said. I get you. But, and but that's, that's important to me. You know, in other words, if I have somebody on my team that doesn't trust me, that is skeptical or, you know, it has a certain um, perspective, I guess I just hope ultimately that you do submit that to the Lord and that you do give me the benefit of the doubt. And that, you know, love covers a multitude of sins, first of all. But the reality is, if you can't take me at face value, that's a problem. You know, ultimately, with you, you know what I'm saying, that's something you have to, like you say, your opinion doesn't matter, you know, it's like, you want, you need to work that out with God, you know, whatever he's showing you, but if you think I would lie to you, think I would deceive you, if you, if you kind of don't trust, or you think maybe I'm not, I gotta own this with God, or whatever, and I'm not doing that, that's something that, that you're gonna have to take it with God, you know, Absolutely. and, and, but I'm and just, I will say, I, I just want you to be aware of this I too. I always want to be honest and and upfront and. I hope so, too, Lord God. He's the one always, that's judging like our words. Hundred percent. I mean, from the time I've known you till now, and I know there's been times, there's been tensions, there's been different things, there's been times like. It's never. How know, about I put it like this though? It's never up. been on my part, Gregory. What do you mean by that? Uh, meaning, I came on this praise team right after I came to Christ. The only reason why I started singing is because I became a Christian. I was like, well, I guess that's my reasonable service, you know. But other than that, um, and this is what I'm saying, there is context there. It's not like we're dealing with this type of situation in a vacuum, which is why I needed to take time to pray about it before I come and address it with you. And so with regard to that, I'm just letting you know it's troubling what I have been discerning. And you can call it an assumption. You can call it something that I'm confused about and I need to go back and pray about. But I'm not confused. And I'm not assuming anything. I came here today because, biblically speaking, that's my obligation to do when you have a complaint against your brother. Do I think that you want to try to finesse this into something that I didn't see? I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, I'm not but, the only one that I, heard it. But as so I'm saying, there was nobody else back there. Anything. That's what I'm saying. How does it turn into that? Because I've never denied. Turn into what? Gregory, you've never done anything like that before. Ruth Solo or Mariah Solo, that but would see, never but, happen. Never. But that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of assumptions going on here. And you could say you don't, it's not an assumption, but it is. That is not, if, if you are thinking any of those type of things, and you could say I've observed this over years or all, all of the old stuff that I've heard. But the reality is, as you have said, mm-hmm. God knows. Yes, he does. 
we had an amazing discussion with somebody yesterday, and they were saying um, to me, um, one of the elders in our church, they were saying that it was hard for them to understand how people, there might be some people in the church that have had a problem with me or my family being involved in worship. You know, the fact that, they, and if they ever sing a solo or if they're ever up there. And they were saying that it's just so hard for them to understand that. You know, because you would think in a church, if you have a family serving God, that that would be whoever. It's not about the who up there or not right. there, but it, you, that's something to be celebrated, not right. like pulled down. I'm not but, pulling it down, and no, I don't have a problem I'm, with. I didn't say that. They've been doing that for years. That. Oh, okay. I didn't say that. All right. I am saying that over the years that we have been at Sunrise, from different angles, there have been different, um, maybe, uh, uh, you know, people have thought that I think a certain way about how my family's involved or so let me say you know, I don't think that I know your thought and I'm not assuming that I know your thought. So but, don't project that onto me. I'm very I'm clear. I'm just going by what you just told me. Okay. So yeah, what you said I, it, uh, we can take a vote. That has never happened it's, but with I don't, the, it's not about it hasn't. It. And it wouldn't. That's just the truth. That much I'm very true about. That I have never I'm but not you know, saying you're lying. I'm just saying that's not true. It's not true that whatever happened or that why, why do you like separate yourself from whatever happened you were the one that went to the soundboard and made that manipulation no, or whatever that's what happened now you're throwing in the word manipulation okay i mean so literally just, manipulate you changed no, I, it. I, I guess what, what I mean. you mean but i'm saying just even that word i'm saying look for you to make a blanket statement to say that i mean you don't even know first of all you don't know if there's ever been a time where whoever the mic didn't work or whatever things happen all the time and for the times that so how is that relevant to what happened on that sunday what's relevant is that whatever happened that day now when i say whatever happened i'm not denying that something happened Mm -hmm. i'm saying that i can't even recall i there was a time where there was a problem with our system and there was some kind of static and it might have been that weekend and the fact that there was nobody static in your ear Yes, and the fact that there was nobody at the soundboard, what, what number one means that our team was deficient that day, and that has happened not often. So you do remember some I'm of that saying, day now? No, I'm saying that there has been a problem. There has been a problem. I'm not saying I remember that specific day and mm-hmm. what the specific problem was. That would be a discussion. Like, after this, I would want to talk to Craig. And I would say, do you remember? I the reason remember. why I'm not going to talk to Craig is because he was – doing his job down there yes you were the one that made the change and i will say this yeah there was no obvious issue with the sound we had gone through three oh yeah saturday night and the nine o'clock no problem gregory none whatsoever until you went back and made a change so i'm just letting you know (laughs) i I understand what that looks like yes i know but there was i would never just go and make a change that would affect everybody i hear you yeah so what i'm saying is i just don't do that that's what i'm saying but if i was having a specific problem with my own ears and i did something wrong that affected everybody and if everybody or whoever at that moment would have been like what happened something just happened gregory what did you do and i've been like oh well i pressed this button i'm so sorry or whatever but that's not what happened that i recall 
there really was no opportunity. Like I said, directly after That's the service, right. you yeah. stepped down the stairs and you sat next to your wife for the service. The praise singers, however, went to the back, and we all observed that change. So if you had static in your ear, logistically speaking, yeah. you made changes on the soundboard that affected everybody else. And the timing was very peculiar. It was right before someone else's solo, my solo. Yeah, but again, right before would, then. But, in the middle of a service, said, the why, last why service, would I do that? why, why would, I would do you that? do that? That's why what I'm, I'm saying. You. Why, all those circumstances. Think, why do you think I Gregory, would do I came that? to ask you about that. Well, I'm telling you, there's no reason. Like, I wouldn't, I would never. There is no godly reason. There isn't. But there's no reason. It's not about godly or ungodly. It is. I find everything that has a spiritual source. So then why? Why Everything has a spiritual source. Yeah, but then what are you getting at? I am not the one that is coming to, I came to you to ask you about what, if you don't recall what happened, like you say, what could have happened then? There's, I'm just telling you, there's no reason why I would ever, 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 ever. Do you understand that how that can be a stumbling block for someone else? Can I you do. fathom I, that? I do, but I'm... Can you also I... understand what will be compounded onto that? Not only would it be a struggle to worship next to someone that yes. you think has done something like yes. that, but also, because of your position, people yeah. are going to be automatically intimidated or fearful to approach I you. you. I don't suffer from that, but I can see how someone would. But I Do would... you understand that? Do you I... see what I'm saying, though? Do you understand that? I, the average person would never come and ask you this. Did, do you? Can you? Can you understand that? I do, but Erica. Yes. I appreciate you telling me, but I'm saying. I don't know how to show you or prove to you that that's not even in the realm of how I think. And what it sounds like over time, because even little things you brought up about, well, that would never happen with my wife, or that would never happen with. It seems like there are certain thoughts, assumptions, experiences. It's not a thing. It's actually that's actually factual. What's how many fa times? How many times has a, I don't a count sound... how many times there's okay, been some issues. Okay, but what I'm saying is, it's factual. It yeah. certainly hasn't happened with you guys. Never had a mic issue. That, oh, that it is, is not true. true. It is not. It is true. First of all, <laughs> it is true. If not, not that I've witnessed, never. But you know how many? It's been countless you can amount speak of for times. Yourselves, but yeah, I'm telling you, there have been. Countless issues with our sound system, with mics, individual mics, including I'm not mine, speaking generally. I'm not speaking okay. generally. All I'm saying is, well, I am. I'm just telling you. And it is not specific to any person or, our, you know, it's not. So the fact that that would even be insinuated in a sense is like, I just think it's so. Hmm. It just brings up that issue that I was telling you about. Well, and I don't have an issue with um, well, anyone within the group. Gregory, don't. I don't. Why no. would I? If you're trying to insinuate well, I that I, what, no. I'm jealous or no, what? I'm not insinuating yeah, anything. None of I'm that just is. Telling you, I'm not insinuating. I don't. I don't believe that. I don't, why would I? What I, I'm me, just telling that's you. That's a lot of. A lot of past drama. Yeah, you know what I'm saying a lot and of people have. There have been a lot of casualties, if you will, from the praise team. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah but Absolutely. what I'm saying is exactly. I don't feel it's like. It's just such a a very difficult thing, for me because all I did, and all I've ever wanted to do is just come and say that. But I feel like from the time, and it seems like something. In the past, like I feel like it's unique to Sunrise in a sense because I've never experienced it anywhere else. And I could go to other churches. I've been a part of other churches. I've been a part of other worship experiences. I've been a part of leading worship. And um, 
ministry in other places, but I never had this issue when I was in the seminary. What's and that issue? The issue of feeling like I'm under this dark cloud of assumption, accusation about how I treat my family, how, you know. Who's you speaking know, on how you treat your family? No, what do you mean? What I mean is it's like you put your family out there and you oh. want them to be out there above other people. or you want So you've to, been accused of that before? I have. Mm-hmm. Here. Never anywhere else. The, even the ideas of jealousies or, you know, somebody who used to be on the praise team and an older person came to me one time and they apologized to me because they said they thought that I was jealous of them and they treated me in a way that they felt held me back as a worship leader because of how they perceived I thought of them. Boy, that's and a I lot of like, assumptions going on And there. I was like, yeah. and I was like, wow, you know, like, um, it, you know, and it kind of cleared the air in a sense, but it was like, because that was the furthest thing from my mind. Like, it was the furthest thing from my mind. And so, sabotaging a singer on a Sunday morning, or all the singers on a Sunday morning because I'm mad or I don't like this, or that's the farthest thing from my mind. And I'm, I, like you said, can I just see it? How a person could think that, or how a person could kind of, what are they thinking? You what know, do you think would be you know, the natural ramifications, the spiritual results of yes. that? And how do you think that the Lord God is responding? He's very, very... But uh, that's not my heart. That's what I'm saying. And it's not my actions, and it's not my your intent so, no right. my intent at all and yeah so that's all i'm saying you do understand how from the way that i've described it to you which is exactly how it happened and i just thank god that i saw it in my with my own eyes i'm not talking about something that somebody told me i'm talking about me looking at you gregory hooper you did that yourself i watched you not give me a hug and go back to the soundboard yeah but again like i told you in that situation if there was a problem that i was trying to deal with and there was nobody back there and that was my moment to do it it could have happened like that right. in a sense. But, but you I know enough, though, about the soundboard and how to change those things. And, and then you reason. affected everybody's ears, though. Yeah, but but And you know how to make those adjustments. That's what's well, peculiar about that. That board is kind of new. It's not. It's the truth. That board is kind of new. And if I would have done something that. But again, I didn't even know. It wasn't like I did something and all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute. What did you just do? We're or, not going to do that in the middle of a service. I, I'm not asking you to do it or not. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying you want to put out something that's not plausible. In the middle of the service, no one's going to say that. We're just going to go right on through it. And, and, and honestly, that's what's so strategic, if you will, about that. Okay. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. There's nothing strategic about anything. Because if at that moment there was nobody there and I was like, I need to figure this out, whatever it was. And I went and made... Now, I could have understood, in a sense, if you were like, all of a sudden... I don't know if I did... I don't I mean, like you said, you could look... If I just turned down all the music so nobody could hear it or something. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm, I don't know... I want to quiet this Exactly thing. what happened. Gregory, I, don't know. Yeah. I love you with the heart of Christ. And well, I hope you do. I hope you do. I do. I, I have do. no reason. I have because no reason to want to harm you. I've only ever wanted to encourage With the heart you. of Christ, you know what that means, though, right? Jesus was the realest person ever. So I'm not going to be quiet out of fear. And I'm also not going to hesitate to to speak the truth. I'm going to speak it in love. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Erica, I want to be able to come together in a spirit of true understanding and sincere um, 
if you heard static that day, why would you not speak on anything? You must have heard the same thing. What do you mean, why would I not speak on anything? You didn't mention anything about how peculiar the sound was after you made a change. If there was static in your ear, right? You well, go back and know. make That's a what change. I'm saying. I can But you had no idea about what everybody I else was hearing. Talk, I may have talked to Craig about it after church. I don't I I cannot remember. But you do exact... understand what another person's no, logical I stance do, is. But I'm saying And I just think we're gonna have to leave it right there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like you heard anything I said just said before. And I'm just saying I, I appreciate you coming. I appreciate you stepping up being willing to talk to me. I don't ever want to be a person that's completely unapproachable except sometimes because of my position or right. whatever. Sometimes people just are. And I, 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 try, I think you're I aware wanna, of that. But I try but I don't try to um portray myself as like don't talk to me. Don't bring me any bad news. Don't, you know, at least in my mind, I feel like just as much as you came here today. It's like, I'm not like, oh, I'm too busy, sorry, I got a call, and you know, whatever, I don't do that. Because I I, I feel like I try to be as real and um, transparent a person as the next, you know? I don't I don't try to, I'm not trying to hide anything, I'm not trying to, you know? I'm, I'm not never, accusing you of anything, Gregory. Uh, well, really, all I did today not, is I just laid the okay. facts out to you. That's it, no, you see the I'm, same facts that I see. Yes, and I'm hoping that you will accept my response. And, but that's up to you. What and I... All I'm saying is, and I don't mean accept my response in the sense that, you know, like I said, I would want to talk to Craig. I want to figure it out because if they're, if they're, I don't, especially if, I don't want anything to infect the rest of our team. You know what I'm saying? If everybody's sort of I'm praying like, against that. that day? I'm praying against what that. What happened that day and why did Gregory do that? Or, you know, whatever. There hasn't been a yeah. discussion about it since. That's fine. But I'm saying, if there was, you know what I mean? If if other people feel the way you do, or they... They're I just... don't know how they feel. Maybe you can survey them. No, I don't know either. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, if that were the case, mm-hmm. I feel like that's important to me. You see what I'm saying? How how you guys um, are um, being encouraged or, or discouraged, or, that's important to me. How we worship together, how our team is, is important to me. How to bring it all together sometimes is, is difficult, but how, you know, on a week-by-week basis, people may, you know, something could happen where they get their feelings hurt or they feel offended or they feel like they're not, they're, they're not sure what's going on from week to week. I don't want to, um, you know, not deal with those feelings. Like, I don't want to, and I want to own whatever I need to own. And I want Are you to, willing to do that? hundred percent. And you don't, that's the part that I'm struggling with because I feel like there's a part of you that doesn't want to believe that about well, me. Well, we can't make any assumptions. That. Yeah. We're just looking at the but facts as they are. But that's 100% how I am. And so, what I'm saying is it's 100%. I don't have any, I want to do the best for, for our people and I'm here to serve you and I'm here to help and I'm here for us to work together for the worship of God. And every week we have, Worship has to go forward at Sunrise Church. And we have an adversary that doesn't want to see that happen. Absolutely. And for the 14 years And he years wants to I've infect been, this ministry so yeah. that way it's not effective. Exactly. That's exactly what he wants to do. And I see that. And I am so grateful for the grace of God. And I'm so grateful for the spirit of God. And I'm so grateful for the faithfulness of God. 
mm-hmm. to fight our battles and the, the spiritual armor that he gives us. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the fact that by God's grace, worship goes forward. I'm, um, I'm it's going grateful. to regardless, whoever stands this post. I'm, it's I'm going grateful to. for that, and I'm grateful to be a part of it, and mm-hmm. I'm grateful to be used by God in any way to bless his people, to serve his people, to be a part of his church. I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for every member of our team, people that come, people that go, people, you know, the, the whole thing. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the growth that I've experienced personally, and the growth that this ministry has experienced personally. I'm grateful for the ways that we're challenged to grow because we're around people that are different sometimes and we are challenged um, in ways that maybe other people don't get to experience because of what God is doing there. I'm grateful for that. Um, I have a commitment, like we've always said, we want to worship God you know, in spirit and in truth, but we also challenge each other to grow in our character. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not easy. But we challenge each other because we do need to be honest. We do need to be transparent. We do need to be willing to own whatever it is. All of us. And like I say, if you, but I feel that sometimes because of my position, maybe people are intimidated, but then they also don't don't give me the benefit of the doubt because they feel like, well, this is, I just know because this is how it is because I observe this or observe that. And sometimes people tell you, better than you see yourself how you come across or how you are but that doesn't change the truth yeah and absolutely. so like you say only before god god knows exactly my heart. God and knows i'm my nobody mind. to judge you i don't but, have to judge you but, but you but but how i am as a leader how people perceive is important because it tells me something you know how i'm coming off how and it's like no, that's not what how I want to come off. I won't want you to think that I would do something to, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I, I wouldn't do that. But the fact that that happens, and that's, in a sense, how it could be perceived or how it is perceived. I don't think that it's that. a matter yeah. of perception. And this is the thing about it. In a, hypothetically speaking, because yeah. I'm not going to accuse you of anything. Hypothetically speaking, that if that were to occur, you can never seriously own up to it anyway or apologize for no, it because that would. would be no, a confession. You yes, can't even I confess would. to that. No, but I would. If I literally thought, just like I told you, yeah, we didn't pray that day. There's been a couple of times we didn't pray because not that I wouldn't pray if, if everybody said, let's pray, but more of like, I don't want to be, because I was really honest with you about that. And if I truly had some kind of evil intent in my heart, first of all, if it was if that was really the case, God, God doesn't like God doesn't play with that. I there's no anointing in that. There's no power. Well, what of God I, the reason in why that. I, know I don't want any part of that. The in Holy my life, Spirit you know? is mm-hmm. not going to interrupt Himself, and so when we look in the natural, it's not just the solo that was interrupted. That's worship. It's spiritually significant what goes on here and on that well, stage. Well, of course, but I'm saying that's and why. so that's why I understand it to be a spiritual source. And that's why I've been praying about it before I said word to well, you no, I about it. That, but I'm saying there are issues in general with um, technical practical things, and that that we're trying to work through. That we always try to work through. Mm-hmm. And so, I definitely. But spiritually speaking, I'm on it. I'm. I'm just saying in the sense of, I do not 
want anything to hinder the worship of God and the growth of his church. Well, what I'm confident in is and I'm confident the Lord God that. is going to be worshipped regardless. Yeah, but He's I'm going saying to. in my position that God has given me, right. I do not want to walk out from among the covering or anointing of God in what he's doing in my life and in the church. And that's wherever he takes me, whatever. And if he wants to remove me, then I, I That's his that. decision yeah, to do that, and, and exactly. he can do that. Yeah. And I, I trust God to place me wherever he wants me to be it's the same and even if it's if it's not here well, you know but certainly i don't want to be disqualified for to me uh, anything like that any kind of evil heart it's intention. demonic it's from yeah, hell that is yeah exactly and that is not even in the I realm just want, I already, of where i'm coming from and i recognize that spirit is what i'm saying i mm -hmm. recognize it mm -hmm. yeah so i just want to end this like i've started it you know, I love you with the heart of Christ. Okay. Never going to hesitate to speak the truth to you in love. I'm never going to do that. Um, and I'm glad that we had this exchange. I have a lot to pray about. And I actually yeah. have to go now. No but problem. I, I appreciate you, you carving out some time to talk to me. I do. Anytime. Mm -hmm. Anytime. And there, I love you with the spirit of Christ. I love you like a daughter, like a sister, like a, a little sister. And I've always felt that way. Whatever issues have happened, whatever perceptions I've given, you know, in terms of what people think or what you think personally, that's important to me. And like you say, maybe you, you don't think in your opinion matters. It doesn't. And ultimately, My doesn't matter. in terms of, you know, God looks at the heart, man looks at our appearance, whatever, uh -huh. you know, we should look at all that. But it's important to me because of my responsibility. It's important to me to work with people. Your responsibility is to God, Gregory. That's why yeah, your heart, he, he's the one that's looking at it. The attitude behind your actions, he's able to, he sees it. He no, sees no. it like a, he sees it. And nothing is hidden from him. And that's why I say, I take refuge in that. Because it doesn't matter how we dress up the outside. It's just a show at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So that has its place. I'm not confused by that. I'm not that's deceived not what I'm by it. To. What I'm saying is, in terms of being able to work, with a team of individuals mm -hmm. that are all on the same page of, of what we're trying to do. For the There's a lot of different stuff and going on at the team, by I the way. I just watched a video <laughs> today. We, we've been uh -huh. doing like a leadership thing. And they said, a team, a true team is not a team that just works together. But a true team is a, is a, is a group of people who trust each other. And so if that is breached, if that is not there, then I think we've lost something, you know, in terms of our effectiveness in the spirit. Because we need to be, we're better together. But And so I, I'm committed to that. And if that, if those things happen, like even when, you know, coming to me today and sharing these things, if, if those things aren't there, like, I don't want that to be, it's not about surface. It's not about superficial for me, but it's just, man, like, I hope we can get past that because there's nothing I could do to, to prove to you anything. You see what I'm saying? Except just be. And if I do things that are, that breach that, if it's really in my heart, you know what I'm saying? If I, if I'm really have a, there's a demonic root or there's some kind of something that's going on that needs to be rooted out, I would pray that God would, move me. I would pray that God 
you know, would would change the situation because I don't want to be a hindrance to the progress of God. I don't want to be a hindrance to the anointing of God. I don't want to be a hindrance to the worship of God. I want to be in step with God's spirit. And at any given moment, we all make choices like we were saying. And I'm even as a physician or whatever, I'm not going to always make the right choice. I'm not going to always operate perfectly. But but God, you know, his grace is there. But I just hope there's a fundamental trust that we can have with one another. And I'm I trust in the Lord. In particular, I trust well, in the Lord. I do. And I get it. in the thing but, of with regard to man, I'm everybody. talking about in the context of our team, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about in the context of being able to serve together. There has to be. I'm not talking about a blind trust, and I'm not talking about the same trust that you would put in the Lord. But I'm talking about a fundamental trust. You know, in what I understand of, my obligation yeah. is to what God has called me to, because He's forgiven me. I have to forgive my brother. And not only that, I have to love you. And I already said, that's already done. I love you with the heart of Christ. I appreciate that. But if there's something that I've done to breach that trust, I would rather do that. Is there anything that you've done to breach that trust? I hope not. Then you don't have anything to worry about, brother. Okay. Okay. I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Can I give you a hug? Oh, sorry. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Of course. That's good for you. I hope you have a good day. Thanks for talking to me. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. I'm, I'm and, uh, really grateful to have you on the team. I'll have see you back. You. I'll <laughs> see you tomorrow. Okay. All right. I want to note with regard to Sunrise Church that I mentioned, that is a third party facilitating venue in the city of Rialto. Uh, It is an organization uh, operating uh, in the state's uh, system of monitoring. I was subject to monitoring there for years. And I want to speak to the leadership that was present while I was there at the venue for years. Uh, The lead, quote unquote, pastor uh, for years under the name of Jay Pankratz. I want to be clear, systematically monitoring uh, for years. And uh, Gregory Hooper and Ruth Hooper, understand these are uh, uh, those who are in the positions of facilitating uh, the state system. They were engaged in what are the hallmarks of ongoing harassment while I was at this venue and systematically monitoring sexually violent conduct uh, Ruth Hooper in particular engaged in, and, and her husband as well, uh, in improper touching. That's a, a, a sexual assault. His, her husband touching my waist, uh, before as a, especially as I engaged in approaching him with, uh, pursuant to his ongoing harassment, which I approached him about in September of 2017. Uh, and, um, his wife in uh, January of 2018 engaged in sexual assault as well, touching my, and she's doing so under the guise of what is complimenting my, my attire. Oh, you look so nice. I like what you're wearing. Uh, and she's like touching my skirt and she places her hands on my genitalia. All right. Uh, and she just keeps her hand there while she's looking away, uh, molesting me, uh, with her hands and understand this is that, which is done, done by someone who's in a quote unquote position of power. This is while I am in the midst of, a um, confronting leadership about, uh, Gregory Hooper's harassment 
all right, the ways in which he targeted me and understand that this is while they are monitoring, this is all monitoring conduct. Okay. Uh, and this is while they are also avoiding what is, uh, the biblically mandated confrontation, uh, for, uh, um, addressing this harassment that Gregory Hooper and Ruth Hooper, uh, as I uh, noted it in my documentation, were engaged in. Uh, this was not never addressed by Sunrise Church. Uh, Gregory Hooper, uh, at so pa the uh, Jay Pankratz claimed, uh, before I, I had the opportunity to have an official meeting with uh, Gregory Hooper, with witnesses, uh, suddenly resigned, uh, avoiding that uh, confrontation about his conduct, which I documented. Uh, and I also provided an electronic copy of everything that I documented about his conduct, which was unbiblical. It was, it was out of character for a, a supposed church leader and, and in his, in his avoiding that confrontation. Uh, so that is uh, outside of the bounds of what the, and this is speaking to what the organization, uh, ascribes to, all right, their belief system. Uh, and so they are out of the bounds of that which they claim they believe in, all right? They're not abiding by the prescription uh, for what you're supposed to do when you are addressing something like that, uh, irrespective of my um, my strict adherence to it, all right? Uh, and not only was I prepared to confront him about it in a quote-unquote godly manner, I also had evidence. I I documented and understand that this documentation uh, I provided to the head pastor because that was how serious and that is how uh, intense that harassment was. Uh, and it was, it's something that I'm not going to address to the, to the pastor without, you know, providing substantial proof about what he's been engaged in. And this is a pattern that he was engaged in for years. Uh, and so I just want to speak to, uh, this is leadership of what is Sunrise Church. This is not a church. This is an organization. And this is all occurring under what is federal group stalking and monitoring at this third party facilitating venue in Rialto, California. Uh, and this was under the leadership of what is Jay Pankratz, who I believe resigned is no longer the head pastor. Understand it is the same criminal operation, uh, just a different face and a different name. Okay. Uh, much of the same leadership probably remains. Uh, and this is also that which, while I was present under the music ministry, which was Gregory Hooper uh, and Ruth Hooper, both of whom engaged in the sexual assault of my person while they're monitoring. And this is uh, conduct that uh, they intentionally engage in seeking to, that's a, when you are in a, that position of uh, power, uh, that is that which is intended to silence someone from uh, basically asserting their well, you could say your rights, but asserting your that which you ha uh, have a right to uh, bring up. And that's the fact that they were improperly treating me. They were engaged in what is, uh, uh, for purposes of POC, it's harassment. It's just occurring in what is the venue of that is occurring under the guise of religion. It's no different. Understand they were monitoring me. And this is nothing. This is not just your brother or your sister that's having a bad day and he's not being so godly today. It's harassment. And it is nothing other than the POC occurring under the guise of a religion, all right, uh, which is uh, no different. Understand the POC is the POC. Uh, the state has been systematically monitoring me, and I was subject to monitoring at Sunrise Church. Uh, and in addition to that, even before I was aware of the fact that I've been monitored for years, the hallmark was present, and that is harassment, all right? And this was occurring under the leadership of uh, Jay Pankratz, Gregory Hooper, and Ruth Hooper, Charles Kelly. Okay. Uh, Lisa Kelly. 
Uh, and so this is the uh, link of all of that. And I just want to be clear that um, <clears throat> I draw that out and identify those actors. Uh, this is that which is pursuant to federal policy. And so they can move wherever they want. They can um, engage in uh, whatever, because uh, I believe they're frauds and they go around to uh, different churches and then uh, change their whole, <laughs> probably their whole identity or resume. Uh, they're, they're frauds uh, and they are engaging in um, targeting and abusing individuals. That was my experience. And this is before I was, uh, knew I was being monitored on top of that. Uh, they are present in this venue of what is a church on behalf of the government, everything that they are doing, they're doing in relevant position. Activity creation is facilitating the state's ability to monitor me with communication devices. Okay. And the hallmark was present even before I was aware of the fact that I was being monitored, which was harassment. And that is also evidenced by my confrontation of, uh, Gregory Hooper in September of 2017, which I also documented. All right. Uh, and in going uh, through what is supposed to be the godly procedure for addressing such issues in the, in the venue of a church. All right. Cause this is addressed by scripture, which this venue claims to be governed by. They avoided that and obviating scripture. He summarily resigns. All right. They are not a genuine church, not only because of that, they don't abide by scripture, but also because of the fact that uh, I'm letting you know now they were monitoring me. All right. And I, and the hallmark was present. It was harassment. All right, that's POC. All right, and one more additional note with regard to Sunrise Church is Ruth Hooper, who all, not only engaged in sexual assault by um, molesting my person, by touching on my genitalia, uh, and then just keeping her hand there while she looks away, uh, and um, uh, aware of the fact that she's touching me, she's, she's engaging in the, some sort of communication of a threat and, and trying to silence me. I'm in the process. What's relevant is that she, she does this while I, I have been in the process of uh, seeking to confront her husband, uh, leadership over, he, he is the leadership. They are the leadership over the music ministry. And so while they're monitoring, they know that I am documenting, uh, through text messages. They know that I'm typing up this timeline of events. They're all monitoring. All right. And so this is conduct pursuant to knowledge that she already has. And, and like I said, uh, that sort of sexually violent conduct by people in leadership in that manner, that is conduct that is designed to try to silence someone. I'm, I'm not going to be silenced. I'm going to out you for the sex offender that you are. And you are also engaged in monitoring in concert with that. That's called a criminal act of obstruction of justice, by the way. If you want to look at like a big picture where you're trying to prosecute somebody for say like uh, sexual assault and they're engaged in some sort of act to try to silence you from uh, prosecuting them as a sex offender and they'll engage in some sort of act to try to that's that's the uh, general idea of what it's criminal obstruction of justice is and so while they are aware of what I'm documenting my communication devices are being monitored what I when I'm taking screenshots of uh, Gregory Hooper's text messages and the information that I'm gathering with regard to his conduct, which is outside of the bounds of the Bible, uh, he claims to be a leader uh, in a church. They know that I'm documenting this, uh, and they also know that I am planning to uh, um, confront him. Um, so none of this is a secret. I am the only one who does not know that I'm being monitored, all right? And so with this full knowledge now, I am giving what is the full picture of that criminal act that was perpetrated against me via Sunrise Church. And Ruth Hooper not only engaged in sexual assault, touching my genitalia and keeping her hand there uh, while she is, uh, while we are at church, by the way, this is supposed to be a church. Understand this is not a genuine church. Anybody can call themselves a Christian. Anyone can call that they're building a church, all right? Just because you call it a church does not make it so. 
All right. Doesn't matter what you call it. So get beyond these titles. And not only that, we're talking about what is the state engaging in monitoring. And it is the same principle. Whatever type of venue I'm at, you're looking at the conduct. And it's the same thing when you want to call yourself a church. You look at the conduct. That's how you know them. Okay. And so with regard to Ruth Hooper, she not only engaged in what was sexual violation of my person, uh, she also engaged in a physical uh, battery, which that's a sexual battery. She engaged in a physical battery while uh, it was during a Christmas, like they, you, the, you somewhere church would have like Christmas concerts or whatever, where you would, you know, do sing Christmas songs for the, for the season, for the holiday season. Uh, and she's doing this. Uh, she engages in a uh, very, uh, substantially like violent shoving me with her shoulder as I am walking. And it was, in, it was like an intermission where you're singing one song and then they turn the lights down and then we're getting in position to, um, sing another song. And she, she we can see each other. The lights are dim such that the congregation, you know, can't necessarily see us, but it's not black in there where you can't see. Uh, and so, the lights are dimmed and we are getting in position and Ruth Hooper intentionally comes and, uh, and the intent is deduced by the fact that it wasn't an ordinary, just oops, boops. I, I bumped you. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, and, and the fact she didn't even address it verbally at all. She shoves me very hard with her shoulder, uh, and, uh, so hard that I lose my balance. I don't fall and I'm wearing high heels. Okay. And she's doing this in the dark. Uh, and this is a means of harassment and intimidation. Uh, while again, I'm in this process of, uh, documenting, essentially documenting her husband, documenting all of them while, uh, I am preparing to confront him about his ungodly conduct as a, a supposed leader in the church. Uh, and this is while they're monitoring. And this is another criminal act that she engaged in another attack of me, uh, by Ruth Hooper. Uh, and, uh, this is also that which I reported to this alleged leader, this alleged pastor, Jay Pankratz, uh, who permitted her to remain as a leader at this church after her husband, Gregory Hooper, summarily resigned, thereby avoiding being confronted by myself about his ungodly leadership and harassment. Uh, and, uh, even upon my reporting to Jay Pankratz uh, and there being no addressing of that issue whatsoever, that's a problem. Okay. Uh, and even, I'm not saying that that problem means that you automatically don't give her that position of leadership. But what I am stating is that uh, that was a total disregard. And she remained as a leader after she has engaged in uh, what is I reported to uh, Jay Pankratz of uh, physically, that's a, a, that's an attack. She pushed me very hard in the dark uh, and did not address, Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my bad, you know, cause she's a little joke. So she, she tries to act like she's a comedian while she's monitoring me. There was no joking then. All right. That was an outright shove. Uh, and I maintain, you know, I'm very diplomatic and I pretty much did not address it in the same way. I did not address the fact that she put her hands on my genitalia while she's complimenting my skirt. Oh, I like your skirt. And she places her hands on basically the outside of where my vagina is. And she keeps her hand there while she just keeps her hand there. And then she just looks away. All right. That's straight up and down sex offender conduct. Uh, and uh, Jay Pankratz in that regard as well, uh, not in any way uh, handling that uh, pursuant to how scripture would, uh, even in the slightest way, uh, um, uh, subscribe. Uh, mandate or govern how you would address that. All right. The husband resigning and then she remaining, uh, as a leader, which was an ongoing communication of a threat and dismissal of my concerns as a member of this organization. All right. That's been engaged in systematic harassment via those two Gregory Hooper and Ruth Hooper. All right. Uh, and as I, um, 
uh, bring up this fact you have upon my bringing up what is ungodly conduct, you know, then you have uh, what is the email by a pastor uh, um, uh, who engages in uh, telling me not to return to um, to the ministry anymore uh, and for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> nothing, nothing whatsoever other than gossip. I have handled, uh, the issue with Gregory Hooper in the manner in which it's supposed to be handled, addressed it to, uh, the head pastor of this organization, uh, no response from him. And then you have another, uh, pastor that just steps in and in order to remove the problem. And the problem is me in the same way that I'm the problem because I'm documenting criminal conduct by a public entity. I'm the problem because I'm exposing what is ungodly conduct unbecoming of those who present themselves as Christians, as leaders in what is supposed to be a church. That's why you're the problem because you're exposing the truth. All right. That's very inconvenient and uncomfortable. All right. Uh, that is, uh, the knowledge of who they are, not what they say they are, but by what they do. And that is completely outside of the bounds of scripture. If you're familiar with that, with scripture, uh, but anyway, I want to speak to the criminal conduct, the sexually violent conduct of Ruth Hooper, affiliated with what is Sunrise Church, uh, and understand uh, that uh, Sunrise Church did not tell me to stop attending. I had already stopped attending. That email sent to me from a pastor uh, after they avoided what was the, uh, as far as the church goes, the law for how they're supposed to operate. I was already done with that uh, organization. And that email was ongoing confirmation of the fact that I needed to be done with that organization. Um, and so uh, I just want to be clear on that. Uh, that was uh, physical violence and sexual violence by Ruth Hooper and also Gregory Hooper as well, not only engaged in harassment, but also touching my waist with his hand. Uh, this is also that which I have told I did tell that to another uh, person that attends that church, but that's a third party as well um, monitoring me. Um, so it's the same group, but I have communicated that. And um, this is all attributed to the third party. I will publish uh, this meeting that I had with Gregory Hooper pursuant to his ungodly conduct uh, and administration of leadership at this organization, which is which calls itself a church, the Sunrise Church in Rialto. I will publish that uh, because that's a matter of documentation speaking to what is harassment in the grander scheme of things. It fits what is the hallmark of the state's POC while I was monitored systematically there at Sunrise Church for years. All right. And that is POC.